is active. What's up, what? Nation? What's going on, everybody? You are here doing? on another fine Tuesday evening theater room episode 55. Guys, am I correct on this? 55, correct. 55. Bro, the big 5-5, five, five, and you're at it again with the triple-headed monster of yep. your boy, the one who's going to be leading this ship right down straight to hell, the captain, <laughs> Jonathan Entel. And my fellow, my fellow companions, my co-pilots, you have Zuplex, a.k.a. Wade Poole. What's going on, brother? How you doing tonight, bro? I'm doing fantastic. What a big night for 55. We're going to do a whole D23 wrap-up for 55. How awesome is that? Yeah. It's, it's... Listen, you're, you're, you heard what we're doing, and now with my other co-pilot, Scythe X, a.k.a. Fred DeRose, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. I'm ready to kick this thing off, and uh, there's a there's a lot to talk about. So let's just dive in. Let's dive in, boys and girls. Listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna waste any time because we want to get this information out there as fast and as best as possible. And we say it every time. Thank you for rocking out with us in any way, shape, or form that you do. Choosing us for being your information for anything, entertainment, pop culture wise, video game wise. We love you guys and girls. Thanks for rocking out with us. We're going D23. We're starting out with a little Star Wars action. We're yep, starting they, out with a little Star, Star Wars. Wars. Andor, uh, you know, they, they had a trailer out. 
I'm going to, I'm going to jump down to you, uh, Zuplex first. Give me your feedback on it. How'd you feel about the trailer in general? Give it to us. The trailer really, they didn't show a lot as far as details of what the story is going to be, but they gave you a feeling of what the show is going to be. That it's going to be this tense, like political rebellion thriller. That's the start of the rebellion. You get that feeling like you did when you watched Rogue One for the first time. You know, with this show, with the tra- with the trailer that they shown. You know, it it really was a well done trailer. I'm super stoked for the show. They announced at D23. Excuse me. Oh, they announced at D23 that this show is going to be 24 episodes split up into two separate 12 episode parts. They're major part, part one's done. So we're going to get 12 episodes off the rip. I think they're, I think they're uh, Fred, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're opening with three episodes, right? Yeah. They're going to kick it off with three episodes yeah. off the rip. September 21st. And then we're going to get 12 in this part and they're filming the other 12 right now. That's what they announced at D23. I mean, this is bigger than the Daredevil that they just announced uh, at yeah. Comic-Con. Com- uh, Daredevil's yeah. 18, and we thought they were crazy for doing that because they're usually mm-hmm. they're six to eight episodes long on Disney+. And um, the fact that we're getting a, a two-part 24-episode season one of Andor, it, it makes me believe, though, is, is it only going to be a one season? Even though it's a long season, is it just going to be the one I mean, season and then be done? By nature, I think it kind of has to be, though, right? right? Because it leads directly into Rogue One. So I think yeah. this is just a one-off story. Yeah. Um, what I'll say about the, what I'll say about the trailer, though, um, everything Zuplex said was correct. It gives you that feeling of like a real rebellion happening, but um. I just want to point out that every everything that we've gotten that hasn't been mainline Star Wars has been fantastic. Um, yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you that. I, I was going to ask you. That's a great point. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So basically, like what we got from the Mandalorian, even though Boba Fett didn't live up to the Mandalorian status, it was still a good series. Um, yep. And we still had Mandalorian, which made it a, a good series. <laughs> but um just the stuff outside the main line of Star Wars has been uh it almost like revitalizes the fan base it, like everyone is like more um more hype about Star Wars because of everything going on around the main saga uh, as Zuplex loves to call it right well, the Skywalker saga the, the Skywalker it's saga outside of the Skywalker right? saga you know um but yeah no it, it, Rogue One was a fantastic movie. That was like outside the norm. Um, Andor looks to be right on par with that. And uh, you, you know the quality we get from Mandalorian. So um, I have high yep. hopes for the show. I'm going to I'm gonna parlay off that. And I'm going to start back with you, Scythe, for this one. Okay, yeah. so we're going to go to Tales of the Jedi now. We got a trailer for an animated show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I want to start with you. You sort of alluded to it a little bit, but I, I really want obviously for you to dive into it, but I also want to know with, with Andor getting the, the 24 episodes, right. Yeah. And then we go into tales of the Jedi and you talked about Mandalorian. They were talking about a season three, right? Is it, uh, as you dive into tales of the Jedi, uh, of number one, how excited are you based on the trailer? Number two, are we getting too much 
Star Wars at this point? If you can answer both of those. I don't think we're getting too much Star Wars yet. Um, one, because the movies aren't coming out as fast like Marvel movies are. Marvel's like every two, three months we have a movie coming out and in the gap of those two movies are, you know, one to two shows. So it's like, it's just con the constant cycle. Um, Star Wars, I don't think we're there yet. So every little bit of Star Wars we get, I think has been uh, the, the right amount of time. Because uh, okay. they're really honing in on the quality of the show and not the quantity. Okay. And what, what was your take on, on Tales of the Jedi? Something um, you're also yes, yeah, no, excited Tales for? Tales of the Jedi looked awesome. Uh, they, Zuplex, they called it what? Um, it was a six-part uh, series, right? Yeah. It was like I, I, each, I believe it's six episodes. Each episode kind of stands on its own, right? I, it, that's what it seems like. They weren't really super clear on it. They did yeah. say that three of the episodes were going to be like Ashoka's beginnings. Yeah. Um, but what they showed us in the trailer, the action sequences, it, the animation is exactly like... Uh, what you would expect from Clone Wars and Bad Batch. Um, same type of animation. It just kind of carries on. And it looks like it's it's the beginning stages, um, even before the it, it, like the birth of Ahsoka and stuff like that, you're getting yeah. the true origin of the character and not what we saw from Clone Wars. So it's pretty exciting. And, of course, um, Dooku. Uh, we're, we're I'm seeing, more excited about the Dooku stuff. Yeah, we're seeing like, Dooku and his um, path to becoming uh, the Sith Lord. So uh, I'm excited yeah, I mean, for it, man. The origin of Dooku, I think, is a good story to tell, and I think it's smart to do it in animation form. Yeah, because then you don't have to worry about getting Christopher Plummer back. Is you know because he's a little older now and stuff like that. They don't have to worry about the extra CGI. They can really dive into it. Yeah. Um, bringing Mace Windu that way. We saw him in the trailer. Yaddle's in the trailer. Like they, they're really going deep into before the Clone Wars and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be a fun like way for them to give us more Star Wars information without beating us over the head with a whole nother new series by doing it in animation. Okay. I like it. By by the way, I, I I brought it up before about the Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Um, and I yep. just want I wanted to touch base on it before before we go into Ashoka skeleton crew. I wanted to go into yeah. really fast just because I touched on it. I feel like it's a good parlay, and then we'll go right to Ashoka because I feel like Star Wars. I feel like this story is going to be paramount for some reason. Everyone's talking about it. So really quickly, Zoot, um, Mandalorian season three, season one and two. I think they did a great job. Season three, are you excited for it? Or now, or is it is it too much? No, it's not too much. Okay. First off, I, I don't think you can ever have too much Mandalorian at this point. We got we got Mandalorian season 2.5 in the middle of Boba Fett, yeah. and everybody was still happy to see that. Like, yeah. this trailer that they dropped didn't show us really anything, but it showed us so much. Sure. I got goosebumps. Well, me and Fred did a reaction to it. I literally, we both got goosebumps at the same time. Yeah. It was like epic. It's wild how good this trailer looks. Okay. Like he meets up with Bo Katan. There's other Mandalorians. The armorer is telling him that he can't be a a, a Mandalorian anymore, you know, because he chose Grogu and all this other, or because he took his helmet off. And it's just there's so much going into the show. Like the Mandalorian is now the 
focus of the Star Wars universe. We're no longer in the Skywalker saga. Saga. We're in the Mandalorian saga now. It's a great like, point. Yeah, you know he he is like the the backbone of the Star Wars universe right now. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if you can have too much because we're not also not getting like inundated with them either. It's like one season a year, so it's not like it's too much. You know. Sure. Yeah, Fred, you you wanna you wanna play off that? You have any opinion? Or, yes. Or you, you um, I will. I will say. Sorry, I'm just checking something. Um, I will say. Uh, that trailer was probably one of the best Star Wars trailers I've ever seen. And wow. Yeah. And for them to not really show us that much, and still deliver a trailer like that was it, it blew my mind. Um, the stuff we were seeing. Like we were actually seeing the Mandalorian, uh, lo- what looked to be going through uh, Mandalore caves and ruined cities and talking to us. Um, what the hell's her name? Bogatan on it looked like on Mandalore, like she was already on the throne, like she wants to rule Mandalore. And uh, as we know from season two, the only way through that. The only way to rule Mandalore is defeating Mandalorian and getting the Darth Saber. You need the Darth Saber. So um, I can't wait to see how that conflict's going to end up um, playing out. And uh, just to see what what Grogu's involvement now that it's not more of a mission for Mandalorian. It's more of he's a, a sidekick companion. You know what I mean? It's not so much... I need to get him to a safe place. It's now he's with me for the whole thing now. So I kind of want to see Grogu in a Mando helmet, bro. Yeah. That's all I want. Grogu in a Mando helmet. helmet. I want to see him in this chain link. And, and I hope he stole the lightsaber <laughs> and at some point brings it out because <laughs> that would be badass. But um, yeah, no, I want to see how that plays out as well. The trailer is dope. If you haven't watched our reaction, go check it out. Okay. I mean, listen, I, I to be honest with you, I didn't see it yet. So based on what you guys are saying, it's like something I must do and I will do for sure. Um, Cause I'm pretty pumped up for it, but our, our last piece. And I, I almost feel as though it's equally as big of an announcement, but uh, the Ahsoka skeleton crew announcement, I'm hearing that there was a big one um, on the skeleton crew itself. Yeah. It's called uh, the, the big one. Yeah, I was going to say, so Zuplex, do you want to bring us through that? What was yeah. announced and what they had? So uh, Favreau came on stage and he brought out the new director. It's going to be John Watts, the guy that did the Spider-Man No Way Home and yep. Far From Home and all that stuff. That's big. Uh, so knowing the the rumors that we've been hearing for the last few months about how he was on Fantastic Four and then got pulled off Fantastic Four, it seems as though he got pulled off Feige pulled him off of Fantastic Four to go do this. And from what Favreau was saying, this was like John Watts' whole idea. Wow. Um, they didn't give a lot of info about what the show is about. We do know it stars Jude Law. Um, and it's about a bunch of like kids or teenagers that get lost in the Star, Star Wars universe. So again, we're getting another brand new story that doesn't revolve around the Skywalkers expanding the star wars universe even more yep i don't see how this isn't a hit to be honest with you john watts is a fantastic director <laughs> favreau's behind it yeah 
Feige's behind it. Like, I don't see how this becomes a miss at all. I would agree with that. I don't know much about the, the story. Um, I didn't research it They didn't it tell as us much. much. Yeah, I didn't yeah. research it as much as you did, obviously. But um, I, I, to just piggy off, pig, piggyback off what you said, just seeing a group of people or teenagers or however old they are, <coughs> to see them kind of explore the Star Wars universe on their own and go find their own path is uh, is pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like we're getting Goonies in space, which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You can't knock Goonies in space. That's a, that's like a that's like a dream from my childhood. <laughs> another 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 surprising uh, a surprising trailer that was interesting. Other than the Star Wars ones, which I felt for all intents and purposes were probably the headline, right? Based on everything they yeah. gave us and how excited everybody yeah. is about it, including the two of you, right? Yeah. Um, Willow was kind of interesting to me. Um, I feel like something like that sort of could get lost in the mix, right? But is equally as interesting and fun. Um, so, Scythe, what was your take on on Willow? Are you equally as excited? Are you going to be, you know, in November when it are you going to be tuning into it? How, what was your take on it? I didn't know what to expect from this trailer because I've never seen the original Willow. Okay, and. As, and as we learned in the trailer that this is a direct sequel to the original uh, Willow, um, now I need to go back and watch that because from what I saw in this trailer, it reminded it kind of it kind of felt like Lord of the Rings meets Harry Potter. It was very uh, like magical adventure, lost in the woods. Like it was just it seemed like a very fun um just a fun adventure to follow these characters on. And um, I'm definitely going to check it out. Like I said, I don't know what the story's about, so I'm going to have to go back and watch the original. But um, from what I know, from what Zuplex was telling me, that the original Willow is in this um, <coughs> sequel as well. So that's cool. Yeah, he's played by Warwick Davis. Yep. Um, he's a little person actor, famous little person actor. Um you know, we we were talking about it uh, on the uh, the trailer breakdown that we did. That basically he played the Leprechaun. He was big in like the eighties, nineties. Um, even recently, he's been in a bunch of the newer Star Wars movies. Um, you know, uh, he's a fantastic actor. He plays Willow. The original had Val Kilmer playing Mad Mardigan. Um, he was in search of the Sorcerer Willow to help him. Uh, take down. I don't remember who the bad guy was because it was 1988 and I was four. So <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. when the original came out, and listen, it, it was a it, it gained a lot of cult following. I think it's the right time to bring back a Willow type. You know, we're seeing stuff with Rings of Power and and uh, House of the Dragon and all this other stuff. Right. Like this fits right into that niche. So. Well said. It's, yeah. it's fantasy without being with it's fantasy. If I remember what the original one was, it's it's a fantasy movie without taking fantasy too seriously. Correct. You know what I mean? Where it's just like beating you over the head with like the rules of the world and this, that, yeah. and the other thing. Like at one point in this trailer, Warwick Davis has a fucking flamethrower. Yeah. It's a fucking flamethrower. Like, yeah. You got the you got the you got the fantasy aspect uh, without going to the labyrinth, right? 
So exactly. it's, uh, you know, the original, it was definitely fun. You know, uh, same thing. I mean, I watched it a little bit later. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an 80s baby as well. So, uh, you know, I watched a little bit after, uh, you know, a few episodes. It was, it was, uh, it was fun. Um, it was just, you know, what we would call a, an, an adventure. And if you're yeah. a sci-fi person, you're going to enjoy it. Um, I'm sure the acting is going to be great, no doubt about it. And I'm sure the storyline is probably going to be even better. Um, and listen, you're talking, what, 30 years later, almost 40 yeah. years later, right? So yeah. uh, <clears throat> it's pretty cool to play off of something like that. Uh, so definitely, it's, uh, I think, you know, it's going to be something we're going to dive into. If for nothing else, people can check it out. And, and this is the right time, dude. You said it right. You know, yeah, with exactly all right of the sci-fi stuff bring it out why not you know uh you got to strike while the iron's hot so to speak yeah and talking about striking while the iron's hot <laughs> let me continue to be the greatest segue of all time um <clears throat> don't want to toot my own horn i do have a little statue <laughs> right uh indiana jones five um I, I can tell you guys um harrison ford recently said he doesn't want anyone replacing him when he dies indiana jones dies yeah. Um, so yep. for Indiana Jones five, how do you feel about it? Had you, you know, how'd you feel about the news overall? Um, and how do you view the vision of the movie in general? Um, well, I don't, I didn't see too much of what the movie's about. And a lot of the Indiana Jones stuff was uh, closed door. Um, it wasn't available to the public. So okay. I don't really know, but what I do know from Harrison Ford was he actually got a a, a really emotional, and it kind of feels like the yeah. end of Indiana Jones. Um, this is how he wants the story to end. Um, and, and the the old movies we had was Shia LaBeouf. It was kind of yeah. hinted like he may take over the franchise. He's kind of the, the sidekick companion, whatever. Um, and from what uh, you know, you guys are saying like he truly wants to um the character dies with him so i don't think there's going to be passing of the torch this might be the final chapter of indiana jones i mean um, let's be realistic how much longer can he go with it you right, know what exactly. i mean like, he he's getting up there in age like trust me i want to see indy just as much yeah. as everybody else wants to see indy but like for him to you know, get that wants, emotional though it, it kind of seems like it's yeah. you know he's at his end yeah, he was fighting back tears on stage. I mean, they did show a, a teaser trailer at D23, but it was closed off. Um, I haven't seen any footage on it. I do know, know that Salah is back. He's in the movie. They they did say that. So, I mean, it seems like it's going back to, like, the original. We're going to get more Temple of Doom, less fucking Crystal Skull is what it seems like, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. You know? But I mean, like, let's let's see what happens. I mean, is did we need another Indiana Jones? Probably not. I that I'm was, one of the, that was my point. Know, that was my point. Yes. You know, I'm one of the few that thinks that the if you take away Crystal Skulls, it's almost a perfect trilogy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, agreed. The, the first three were it, it, they're just fun adventure movies when they used to make fun adventure movies. You know, we don't get movies like that nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So going back and watching them, they, they're they very, like, nostalgic in that aspect of we don't have fun adventure movies anymore. So it was a perfect trilogy, you know, albeit with its problems. But at the end of the day, like, 
it's the Indiana Jones trilogy. Like we didn't need more than that. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of like, um, Indiana Jones is just a fun treasure hunt to watch. Like he's always going yeah. after some sort of object. Um, and, uh, it's kind of like to me, uh, if you guys seen the, the national treasure movies, like seeing how Nick Cage and his crew kind of like, you know, go from clue to clue to clue to clue to, to find the ultimate treasure of what they're looking for. Stuff like like those kind of movies are very unique and um it'll be sad when it ends, but you know, Harrison Ford can't do it forever, so I'm not surprised if this is the final time. Yeah, I mean it, it really should be. <clears throat> Let me ask you, isn't it isn't it weird? You don't see it many times. Two things. Uh, before we move on, I actually want to hear from both of you about it. Um, based on our ages, mm-hmm. the time frame. Star Wars movies, Indiana Jones movies, Rocky movies. Um, how many series of movies that were put together with the storylines and, and their longevity, right? Um how many years later, like we're we're still looking at these characters and 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 their and their their arcs are coming to a complete end, right? Yeah. Have, like uh, uh, Harrison Ford, he was killed off in Star Wars, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. he almost felt like his character, like he told everyone, whatever movie I'm doing, I want the I want the circle to be complete. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. You almost, yeah. And the the Rockies, you you know, uh, he gets cancer and he's battling, and you almost feel like you want his circle to be come to an end in Creed. <clears throat> and uh, now with Indiana Jones, he's he wants to like we essentially feel like he's burying his character with him. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, first of all, you know, for you guys, are we ever going to see something like this ever again that you feel will have this type of longevity? I don't no. think so, man. They, they... I, I... No, it's it's I mean, hard to. What can you really pick? Uh, maybe uh, a John Wick seven thirty years from now. <laughs> I don't know. Like what what what's out there that has the the credibility and the, and the, like you said the longevity to last. You could watch the first Indiana Jones, the first Star Wars. You could watch these movies over and over again years later, and they still hold up. Um, I don't think we get those movies anymore. The quality of movies have gone down since then. Um, What's well, na- every, everything's the a reboot of, of something, changed. so it's like, yeah, the nature of the business has changed. Like movie making yeah. as a business has completely changed now. They're they're running out of so, ideas. Is what's it's, it's no, it's not necessarily that. It's that studios aren't willing to take a chance on a new project because it costs too much money and they're not making DVD sales on anything. They're not making streaming sales on anything. So the money has changed. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, the first Indiana Jones, like Rocky's a perfect example, right? Rocky was an indie movie that won an Oscar for best writing. You know, Stallone produced it himself. He, he got people involved in it, you know? So, and then it turned into this massive franchise that lasted what are we up to 40 years now? It was in the seventies, yep. the first one, yep. you know, so we're almost at 40 years of Rocky. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So like studios aren't willing to take the chance on a Rocky anymore because it's yeah. not going to bring them any money. So it's, 
it, it, the nature of the whole business has completely changed and to the detriment of the viewer, because now you're right. We don't get any original ideas. We don't get any original franchises. Now it's just rehashed stuff over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Cause that's what makes money. Uh, real, real quick. Uh, we got Buttersworth in chat. How you doing, buddy? Um, he goes, why is Zuplex looking like Stingray from Cobra Kai? <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, is it true Seth Rogen is playing the captain in his biopic movie? Um, by yes. the way, that is super insulting. <laughs> um, out of all the people, I mean, it would have been even better if you had given me at least like another Jew like Adam Sandler to give me something. That, that's like very insulting, bro. I mean, Rogan's um, Jewish, isn't he? What? Rogan's Jewish, though. Yeah, he's a fat Jew <laughs> that doesn't look anything like me. That's BS, bro. Like, I know I got a dad bod, but at least, like, come on, dude, you know? Um, That's just insulting. It's just insulting. But I'm going to move – I'm going to try and move past it as best as I can. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm already on, like, borderline playing, playing, like, the busiest intersection after tonight, and then he hits me (laughs) with that. Um, So I want to move on now. I I, We're going to move on to the Marvel side. So – we we've as you can see we're sort of on a little roller coaster here we got our star wars we got our our fantasy adventure out of the way um we went back you know 34 years with indiana jones um and now we're going right down the marvel rabbit hole and it is quite the rabbit hole yeah um i mean you can at this point get lost in it it's it's wild uh we got some in-depth stuff from from D23, and I'm interested to hear from both of you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start out with something we've seen before, but we got some new footage with yeah. uh, Wakanda Forever. Um, Zuplex, how do you feel about the new footage? Did it give you any more insight? Did it make you any more interested? Did it take away? How do you feel? So we weren't able to see the footage, but they, they did describe it. Um, yeah, I saw yeah. a, few, a few Twitter feeds that described it, basically – uh, we saw Riri flying in the suit, which is good because we're gonna we we know you know we knew we were getting Ironheart, but we weren't sure if she was gonna have the suit or not. So it's good to know that's in the trailer. Um, yeah. They showed a lot more Namor. Apparently, Umbaku goes to like hit Namor and hits him with his staff, and the staff just shatters on Namor's arm. So they're sh- really showing like the power of Namor and, uh, and Atuma. And all the Atlanteans and stuff like that, which I think is good. Um, a lot of the plot is apparently revolving around the rest of the world trying to basically steal Wakanda's vibranium. Huh. So they said that... Uh, shout out Dr. Doom. Shout out to Dr. Doom. I mean, it's almost a precursor at this point that he's going to show up. Or at least maybe the Thanos after credit scene of like... I'll do it myself type of thing Yeah, where, where it's doom. But they did say that the Dora Milaje play a big role. Um, at one point, they they uh, capture a bunch of prisoners that were trying to steal vibranium, and they basically walk them into the UN while Queen Ramunda is giving her speech. Like that speech that we saw in the trailer yeah. of her at the UN giving the speech, they said the Dora Milaje basically walks these prisoners in. They're like, yo, these guys are trying to steal our shit. What the fuck? Wow. So a lot more information that was given in this viewing, which is good, I think. 
Yeah, it was. It's cool to to know that in the trailer that we may get uh, soon. I we're actually going to see Ironheart fully suited. Um, cause yeah. I'm, I'm curious what her suits can look like, but, uh, as far as like the, the strength and power of Namor, man, I can't wait to see what they do with him. Cause, uh, we can, we kind of have like with Aquaman being out and Aquaman being a good movie, we kind of know, we kind of know what to expect from that type of character. So I'm curious what Marvel's going to do with that type of character now that they have control of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because they're very similar. And um, I 100% think it's Doctor Doom stealing the vibranium on the ship in that in the first trailer. Well, the way this the way this description made it sound was it it wasn't just one group of people. Yeah. That they're facing multiple groups of people coming in and trying to steal vibranium. So it could be Doctor Doom. It could be other people. Like I'm right. sure Doom Doom's going to play a role in it somewhere, but it doesn't seem so locked in to it being like just people from yeah. Dr. Doom camp or whatever. Um, Dr. Doom also rumors he's being played by Henry Cavill. Want to get past that? <laughs> I mean, listen, um, Henry Cavill's rumored to play everybody at this point. That's including Jonathan Ento in the live action bio. I had to throw it out there. Um, oh, you know, you know, so they're going to switch it up a little bit. And also, um, we're gonna we're gonna go in. You guys talked about a little bit uh, Ironheart. We got a teaser. First of all, how excited are we? Scale from one to ten, Scythe. Scale from one to ten, excited about Ironheart. Uh, I'm at about a six, and the reason being is I don't know much about the character, um, so I, okay. I want to learn more about it with uh, Wakanda, having Wakanda kind of be her impromptu origin, um, and then kind of dive more into her story on her own series, but um, I'm curious to see what she looks like suited up. And yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see it. it it's, it's a Marvel property. Uh, I'm just hoping with her story, it's, it helps push us further along whatever timeline story we're following at this point. But um, <clears throat> I, I just don't want it to feel like it's its own thing and it's not really attached. So with it being with her being in Wakanda, I'm hoping, you know, we get more um, togetherness yeah. with everything. I mean, Zoom. they had to find a way to to change up her story because obviously Tony's not around anymore to mentor. Right. Right. So Wasn't them going Tony with the one that Connor. built her. Tony was the one that built her suit originally. Yeah. 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 He, he built her suit, um, you know, but the the main thing is Tony's not around anymore. So your next idea is to go to Wakanda and Shuri to help her build the suit because that would make the most logical sense in the, in the MCU that we're dealing with now. Right. Right. So I think it's a smart move to put her in Wakanda and everything like that. Um, we'll see. Captain's, uh, camera, by the way, we lose him. You still camera. there? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I, I mean, text from mama Duke's got to answer. that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Relax. <laughs> so, I mean, as far as an Ironheart show, I mean, listen, we're we're obviously heading towards the Young Avengers. They want to introduce the Young Avengers. They're doing it through Disney Plus. It's going to be one more one more series of that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, she's going to be is she going to be the new Iron Man for all of Marvel? Probably not. But 
I mean, we're not going to like her as much as Tony, but like at the end of the day, it doesn't mean it can't be, it, it'll be bad. It just, we got to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. I, I'm, you know what? I, I, it's, so I think the special part about the group that we have here in general is I think that everyone brings an, a, a, an aspect of expertise to the table, right? So Zuplex, you had this unique thing about these like BC level characters that, you know, like their history and backstory. So it's, uh, it's cool. Cause when we get to people like Ironheart that, you know, uh, Scythe and myself, both, you know, we're both yeah. interested in finding out a little more in depth. You're, you somehow like intimately know this character that I would never otherwise know. And I know it's based off the fact that you read probably the comics, Right. Yeah. Um. No doubt about it. But <laughs> truth is, though, it's I it love like, the smirk. <laughs> but no, but, uh, but uh, listen, the fact that you guys laid that Seth Rogen bullshit on me, you're getting this, okay? Um, <laughs> Don't blame us. Uh, whatever you delivered the news, I'm gonna shoot the messenger. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, it, it it's it's uh, it's just it's cool, man. You know, so it adds insight to me and even by the way we were talking about moon knight i didn't really know much about moon knight so before i got into it i learned a little bit about it and then i watched the show and i was like wow you know um so it's pretty cool but i'm the one that i'm very now something i'm very interested in myself stoked about it i know what we're getting here ant man and the wasp quantum mania footage released at d23 Guys, like, is this the one? Psych, is this the one? It has to be, man. It ha- like, th- we already know we're getting a Kang Dynasty Avengers movie. Th- this show, um, this movie is going to directly lead to that Avengers movie year- a couple years later. So what's going to happen in this movie? <laughs> I can't fathom to... Uh, understand the crap we're going to see in the quantum realm well it's just going to be a bonkers movie and um the fact that marvel gave a trailer at comic-con and d23 and we have and yet we to still see got anything one. <laughs> pisses me the fuck off by like just give it to us man like show them special like scenes give us a fucking trailer at this point like let's go a already. little bit a little bit. Give us something. So Give gonna, us something. Gonna, go ahead, bro. I'm going to tell you guys what what Rudd said at D23. He says the whole movie's bananas. Huh. And he says the guy, uh, uh, Jonathan Majors, who plays Kang, he says he's incredible and throws the whole thing into new territory. Wow. We know okay. we're getting MODOK. Right. We know we we know that this thing's going to be all over the place. Um, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be definitely like, I'm just hoping they don't fuck it up at this point. You know I what hope I mean? It's not, I hope it's not Dr. Strange yeah. all over the place. Same. Yeah. But see, like, you know, I know we bring up Dr. Strange a lot, but like yeah. my, my thing for Dr. Strange was I didn't have the expectations that you guys did for Dr. Strange. And I wound up enjoying it way more than you guys did because you guys, your guys' expectations were through the roof for it where I kind of figured early on that it was going to be a much smaller movie than everybody was thinking, 
You know what I'm saying? And it, it was also though it was it was Marvel presenting it to us that way. It was correct. They, like, they were I, setting our. Expectations. I don't think they did. In my eyes, they They're didn't. Calling it I, multiversal madness. I'm, what oh, else? you always harp on the name of the fucking movie. Like what, what else like, are you gonna harp on? It was madness. <laughs> what do you want me to say? The madness didn't have to do with the multiversal. It had to do with Wanda. Use some fucking. <laughs> You know? Madness did all I'm saying is, is that the multiverse. This, this movie, Wanda went mad. That's the madness, fool. Um, yeah, <laughs> all I'm saying is this movie has high expectations all around it. it. Does so if this one fails, it's gonna be a big, big blow. Big, yeah. big blow. Do you agree with this, Zoop? I think part of the reason why it's got that hype. This is a this is a play. Right off of Loki, yeah, and Loki blew us away, right? Well, not only that, yeah. but like they already announced that the event, one of the Avengers movies in twenty twenty four or five or whenever, is going to be Avengers Kang Dynasty, right? Yeah, so we know this leads directly to that. So if if they fuck this up, it, it fucks up an Avengers movie, a big, a huge Avengers movie later down the road. Yeah. Um. So I I, I just think it's. They, they have to hit this one out of the park. Otherwise, it's going to be really bad for him. I had this. I had obviously my list as the mediator for today's show a little different. Um, I'm just going to switch one thing up because I I brought it up already. Uh, Loki season two. Yeah. OK, Wait, uh, I just want to make one note because we missed something on Ironheart if we can. We did talk about it, bro. Let's go. Uh, they're they're bringing in a new character into Iron Heart. He's going to be the villain. It's going to be the Hood. It's played by Anthony Ram, Ra, uh, Ramos. Um, going to be like, so the Hood in the comics was basically they call him Red Hood or the Hood. They changed, changed it to the Hood to differentiate from DC shit. But basically, he's he's able to siphon power from Dormammu. Oh wow. wow. Okay. So it's it's an interesting character to bring in as the villain. Um, we don't know much more than that. We know the actor and everything like that. But so I just want I I forgot about it, and I just wanted to throw so that back. So are there. we going to get some sort of Doctor Strange um, tie-in to that show? Probably down the road. Probably down the road. I I'd assume that Doctor Strange winds up being the guy that puts the Young Avengers together. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It yeah, makes sense. It, it does. It, it does. seems it seems like in. Doctor Strange, uh, the multiverse of madness. Doctor Strange was the the cog, the centerpiece in everything. They were mm-hmm. chasing down different Doctor Stranges in different multiverses. He yeah. was the guy who decided good or bad, right? So, yeah. um, so it really like, um, you essentially felt like he was the balance. In every timeline, for good and bad, so I, it makes sense, man. It's it, it it puts it definitely puts two and two together, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into Loki two, I, you know me, I'm not so high on shows, right? Loki one blew me away. I'm, I I, I don't want it to be too much. Sometimes I'm the type of guy that less is more, and I like things when they end off good. Leave it where it is. I'm yeah. not sure where else. You could go with Loki after that um, because I thought it was perfect. But with that being said, it was so good. I'm definitely watching this. One more, one. right? I, you, 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 so, um, so how do you feel about it? 
Uh, Scythe, you know, seeing Loki 2, what are your thoughts on it? You think it's too much? Leave Loki as it is? Or are you excited for this next adventure to, to follow up? I'm excited because uh, Zuplex, when, when is Loki coming out compared to Quantum? You after. Know? It's coming out after? So Loki's going to have to kind of piggyback off of Ant-Man and kind of follow the new Kang that's taken over the TVA. And it's just going to kind of be a continuation of that, I believe. And uh, we still know Sylvie's there, the two of them. So we have two variants kind of still floating around together in the in the TVA and doing whatever missions that they're going to be doing together. So like you said, Less is more, but with this show, the way it's done, it, it, you can definitely go more seasons on it. And I can't wait for a season two. This might actually come out before. I might, it have, before? I might have spoken. It might, they're, they're filming it right now. Um, and Ant-Man doesn't come out until... Ant-Man already May. has trailers they're showing, though. So. Yeah, but, uh, no, but Ant-Man's, Ant-Man's not coming out. Ant-Man's like January, February. Okay, so uh, it's probably it's probably after Ant Man. They're they're saying that Loki season two picks up directly where Loki season one um, ends. So he's back at the TVA. Mobius doesn't remember him. B fifteen doesn't remember him, yeah. and they're going to be dealing with all of that. Timeline wise, like, I don't it could think be, it matters. It could be the Kang that we're seeing in Quantum. I, I mean, we may not even get a Kang in Loki season two. To be honest with you. You know, I mean, we don't. The problem with like the Loki series is it kind of exists outside the timeline because yeah. they're in the TVA, so it's not like really the the same timeline doesn't really exist. Yeah. So they can play a lot around with this a lot more. So we don't know, and they haven't given us much information. So it's like we and, don't and know. It exactly could be like, it could be a variant if we do get a Kang. It could, might not be. Even yeah, it may not even be the same Kang yeah. variant that is in Ant Man. So um, we're just gonna have to wait Loki, and see, honestly. Loki is coming summer of 2023. Oh, so then it is coming after after Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Loki gives you the feel, uh, minus the uh, Avengers Kang, you know, film that we're going to get. Yeah. It does give you the feel as though it is a standalone storyline. Right? Um, And I, I think that's what it opened up Pandora's box for us with the multiverse. But it was also cool in a sense that you're like, they can really do anything and everything. The fact that they have all those infinity stones at the TVA, like all that kind of stuff is, is it's pretty cool. You know? So, um, like I said, I, I think less is more. I'm definitely going to watch it. I hope it doesn't ruin all the good work they put in the first one, because I listened from all 7,000 Lokis they had, they were all awesome. You know? So, yeah. uh, it was cool, you know. I'm, 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 ex- I'm excited about it. So, um, to continue you, on, this one, what, John, what do you think of, um, uh, of them adding Sylvie and having her be a part of like the whole? Well, we don't know if she's the whole season, but what do you think of them adding her and having two Lokis run the show at this point? I mean, listen, if they're gonna add it into the actual, the actual MCU itself into another film and add it in, or is, are we just talking Loki just shows? Show, probably. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, I think it's fine. Um, they're making her a main character. Once again, Loki's character in general is not one that I was very, like I was so keen on. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that follows a comic book storyline. I don't know um, to what degree 
she played it well. The storyline was great for her. I thought that it ended. It ended. I didn't think, you know, she was going to end up killing him. I, I didn't think any of that. Yeah. Um, I love the play on, you know, there should never be two Lokis in the same storyline. There should never be two Lokis in love with each other. I thought that it was pretty cool how they played that off for sure. Yeah. Um, so it, it leaves you wanting more. Carmine, is, is that, is that, uh, are they are they close to a comic storyline or no? No, this is this okay. is completely original. Basically, I mean, like the, there's been <coughs> versions of Loki throughout all the comics where sure. he changes form. Like there is a female Loki in the comics and stuff like that. Like, but for the most part, this this doesn't really follow any of the Kang storylines. Okay, it's not really Loki was never really involved. Um, it was more like Reed Richards. And uh, the and the Fantastic Four and stuff like that. So this is very like original from them, um, yeah. which I don't think is a bad thing. And I do like the fact that like like you alluded to with the two Lokis, that Loki is such a narcissist that the only person he could fall in love with is it's a different himself, version yeah. of himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's a real it's a real good w- way to play on like his psychological, you know. Um, mindset and stuff like that you know real quick bef- um before we move on sorry to cut you off um owen wilson I- i'm i'm excited to see what he's gonna do this season phenomenal yep. uh, yeah <laughs> i mean it sounds like the whole season's a restart yeah like loki's gonna have to convince them all of the tva being the tva again like because they're they're starting off and then no one remembers who he is yep so it's gonna be it's going to be interesting how that all plays out. So we'll, we're just going to have to wait and see at this point, you know, Loki, Loki comes out after the guardians three movie. So I don't know if there'll be anything in there with that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think this is tying into anything just yet. I don't think it's tying in. I mean, based on it might tie into the end of Ant-Man, but yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, based on when the films are coming out, I don't think this is a, uh, anywhere near a before thing. I think this yeah. is like outside the box, you know, line that we can maybe get later on, you know, maybe Loki taps into something he shouldn't, you know, he always does that, you know, sets off another, another disastrous event. He shouldn't have been at, um, you know, whatever, but I, I think it'll be good. And it's one, everyone should definitely tune in for the first one. The first one hit a home run. So, uh, tune into that. This is another one I'm going to lean on you guys for, man. Uh, werewolf by night, uh, not also not familiar wasn't something that knocked my socks off. Wasn't something that screamed to me, wow, this is it. So, Zuplex, you're going to have to sell me on this one. And when I when I mean sell, I mean the good sell, right? So, <laughs> Well, I'll tell you right now, the trailer that we got, um, and this one was released to the public. We did, we did a little breakdown on it. It's a big swing for Marvel. Now, this is only a Halloween special, so we're assuming it's going to be like an hour and a half long hour 15 minute like just one off show about werewolf by night right they're they're, they filmed it in like the the 40s 50s universal monster style like grindhouse type movie so it's definitely a different style completely than we've seen from marvel which i i mean i kind of like when they do stuff like this because it shows that they're swinging for the fences on certain things um is it going to tie into a bunch of things? Maybe. Yeah, right. I yeah. mean, right. Moon Knight. Moon Knight first appeared in a Werewolf by Night movie. Um, I'm sure we'll see Werewolf by Night 
I mean, a comic, not movie. Uh, but I'm sure we'll see Werewolf by Night um, later on down the road if they go to like Midnight Suns and he's going to be in with Blade and Moon Knight and all that type of stuff. He's definitely a character that they could bring forward into that. In this trailer, we saw Elsa Bloodstone, the monster hunter, right, along with a bunch of other hunters. And we also saw the motherfucking man thing, bro. Which for them for to like bring a split in second, thing, it it took me like twenty minutes looking for this. Split he's there. That's all that fucking matters, bro. It's <laughs> fucking man things there. Yeah. Like for us to get man thing, the most like outlandish character in all of Marvel comics. Like it is, it yeah. is. Oh, it's gonna be a wild ride. I'm thinking it's gonna be low stakes. Like it's not gonna be super like in depth as far as connecting to the rest of the story but i think it's going to be a lot of fun and i think that's what we need sometimes you know yeah i'll just say um i don't know much about werewolf by night what i do know is um from the trailer that it, it was very 40s 50s black and white style movie and i'm all about that the fact that it's coming out in uh october 30 on halloween basically it's a halloween special um, well, it's coming like October seventh. Oh, it's coming that early? I thought it was the end of the yeah. Movie. No, they said October seventh. Jesus. Okay. Well, yeah. it's an October movie, but the fact that they're making it old time horror and it it looks very campy, like it was a fifties horror yeah. flick. Um, Grindhouse it, style. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's not the norm that we're used to from the MCU. So the fact that it's so out of the box, that makes me more interested in it to kind of see where they go with it. And if we get like a a blade teaser out of it, then sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I think sometimes um, I think to reset the bar, I think to recalibrate, I think this is perfect the way you're describing it. So I'm going to go off based on what you're describing it. Right. For me, um, you know, Zook, you you alluded to the fact that that Scythe and I, every movie we gear these movies up to be like the next coming of Kingdom Come, right? Maybe yeah. this is the type of movie to help, like, really level that bar. Like, hey, Marvel has other things. It's not always mega, 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 right? Yeah. Um, and this may this may actually help reset that. So, you know, I'll, I think so. Yeah, that, and that's that's cool. You know, I think that that's uh, that's cool. It it shows, if for nothing else, it shows creativity. Mm-hmm. It shows creative diversity. Um, it shows that they're willing to now know that the Pandora's box is open. Let's dive in. Let's put our hand in and see what the fuck we pull out. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's that's pretty cool. And let me tell you. When you talk about putting your hand in, let's see what the fuck comes out. Nothing else <laughs> sticks out to me than Secret Invasion. There we go. So, guys, like a fucking master at these segues. Yeah, it's I amazing. love it. <laughs> I, I, can, I, I can tell you that, I, bro. When you talk about uh, a Jack in the Box, dude, uh, we don't know where the. I mean, we think we know, but we don't know where the fuck because really, 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 this could be just. Un, like, unimaginable. Who's yeah. who? What's what? Who's mm-hmm. doing what? 
Who's been doing what? Where has he been? Where they been? Is it really them? What's going right. on? Duplex, please do me a favor and straighten me the fuck out, bro. What is going on? <laughs> I don't think he can. I, mean, I don't think he honestly, can. Honestly, me, me and Fred did the trailer breakdown for this, and we were talking about the same exact thing, where it's like, this may make us question everything that's coming and everything that's happened already in yeah. the MCU. The way this trailer was cut together. Like, have you seen the trailer yet, John? Dude, I'm t- I promise you, it was like on my list of things to do because the one thing I said, you know what? But I'll tell you why. I got to my laptop and I said, no. I looked at my wife and I said, I'm not doing it. She goes, why? I said, it's going to fuck me up. <laughs> and, and I can tell you, like, I'm a simple dude. Okay. Like, I, I, I get the same car, car, model cars. I buy TVs from the same place. Once something has me questioning things, I get all fucked up. Yeah. And see, I knew I'd play that trailer. <laughs> I knew I'd play that trailer, bro. And I would be like, yeah. I have to watch every movie again and see who's who. You know? Like, yeah, like uh, oh, yeah, he's doing that weird I mean, twitch. He's a scroll. I know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, Scythe, come Prepare on. Prepare to be yeah. locked up. Because- like, there's no way you don't think the same way I do. Come oh, on. Oh, 100%. This show oh, yeah. is just going to twist our whole world around. Like, it's over. Particularly the only, the only movie that's going to be safe after this is going to be, like, Captain America First Avenger because we know the scrolls didn't come to Earth until Captain Marvel. Yeah. So everything after Captain Marvel could be scrolls. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, like that's that's gonna be like the craziest part about not this, but this trailer is so goddamn good, bro. It was good. It it is ah. so good. There's oh, a part I, in this trailer. I don't want to ruin it for you because you haven't watched it yet, but there is a part in this trailer where me and Fred both went, What the fuck? I mean, do I what? just do I just throw this trailer on right now? Like I, I mean you I should live uh, react it. No, 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 because he's gonna have to pay attention to it. We're gonna have dead air for fucking like a minute and a half. <laughs> I you mean, can, you can talk during it. I want to see his reaction. <laughs> You I mean, get a live bro. trailer reaction from Jonathan no. right now. You know what? I, you know, you know what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna get through this because we got a lineup. And let me tell you, we got on at eight thirty-five, eight forty, and this has been a fucking power hour. Okay, mm-hmm. we are killing shit right now, taking names and kicking ass. So I'm not gonna stop the flow because we're really doing our thing. At the end of this. I'll do a live reaction. I'm telling you right now, the two of you, if this fucks me up and I can't sleep, I'm, I'm over you, bro. So, um, right into it from here. And you're talking about larger, epic uh, conglomerations coming together of things that maybe we're unfamiliar with, but lead to something major. Armor Wars. So now the interesting thing that they said was Secret Invasion leads directly into Armor Wars. Yeah, that's okay. Go yeah. ahead. So, so, t- so, so now for people who are a little unfamiliar because um, this is something larger, and I know this is something larger on a comic standpoint, right? Um, yeah. But, but give us give us a little bit of background on this real quick, Zuplex. Um. So, I, it's hard because knowing that Secret Invasion is gonna that, that storyline is gonna lead directly into this Armor Wars storyline. I don't think it's gonna be necessarily very close to what was in the comics. Sure. Okay. But in the comics, basically, a bunch of people were trying to steal um, Tony Stark's tech, and they got a hold of his Iron Man suits, and then War Machine and Tony had to go and basically fight them all off. And it was a whole thing about like Hammer Tech and Iron Monger, 
um, basically trying to steal the Iron Man technology. Okay. Now, I don't think we're getting that only because of um, Robert Downey. No, I think it's more along the lines of that secret invasion is leading directly into that. So I think this is going to have to do more with maybe scrolls. Okay. Um, yeah. But I do think we're going to get Riri back <laughs> and maybe we get Riri War Machine. What I'm really hoping for, and this would be the most baller thing ever, is if we get John Barenthal back as the Punisher and they, put him, in the Punisher, and they put him in the Punisher War Machine armor. Like That'd I think that would be a baller-ass way to reintroduce the Punisher into this world. That'd be dope. Right, and give him the Punisher War Machine armor. And you can have Rhodey take on like an Iron Man type of role. Yeah. For you sure. know, or he goes back like to like Iron Patriot or something like that. You know, uh, you know, we, we could figure out something for him. I mean, clearly, we'll figure, we'll figure it out for him. Scythe, do, Scythe, is are you if are you familiar with this? And if you is there something you're anticipating from this you're excited about? I, I'm not familiar with the whole Armor War storyline, but the fact that it's coming directly from the events of Secret Invasion. Uh, it makes me that much more excited because uh, from what we saw in the Secret Evasion trailer, it's going to turn our world upside down of who's who, what's what, like you said. Um, so I'm curious to see what, what Rhodey's going to be doing, uh, who he's going to be uh, fighting, who's going to be fighting with. Um, having Punisher, as Zuplex said, would be amazing. I would love that. But um, I I'm curious... Because and we do see Rhodey in the Secret Invasion trailer, right? And I was just about to get to that because we see yeah. him in the trailer, um, and and they reference his uh, he him being a part of the detail, which we're all assuming is the presidential detail. Because why wouldn't you want War Machine as your presidential de detail? <laughs> um, so, if Armor Wars is uh directly from secret invasion from what we saw in the trailer it could be uh maybe an, an attack of some sort uh like a continuing attack of of the presidency or a government agency and that's what calls war machine into it and then he he gets back up or maybe um uh, the, there's other war machines out there or iron man's like you said maybe they did steal tony's tech some yep. random warehouse and they maybe they bring machine. Justin Hammer back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, you know, I, I'm curious because we could go in so many different directions with uh, Rhodey. And uh, I, I like how they're tying him into Secret Invasion and having that bleed into this new story. Don Don Cheadle said something a couple days ago in a quote, and I had it written down next to this. And, and uh, he was talking about Armor Wars, and he actually said, um, Armor Wars is going to turn comics mythology on its head. Um, mm. And this is exactly, you know, it, it's... If we think Secret Invasions is going to flip things upside down, now he's confirming this is going to turn comic myth mythology on its head. You wonder uh, what type of chaos we're going to get out of Secret Invasions to lead to this, right? Is our yeah. government... Is our government already infiltrated? And now he's trying to figure out who the real president is. You know what I mean? Like we're, yeah. uh, it's, there's so much to this. Um, pretty cool otherwise, obviously. Um, you know, and and one has to wonder that there is a group that's, ve that's very much tied into 
what the government does. And we're talking about government, you know, what they're into and what's going on. You're talking about what the next set is. And there's no group that's closer tied into the government than Fantastic Four, bro. And did we get did we get bigger news than the Fantastic Four director announcement? Is there anything, is there anything nope. on earth that nope. we've wanted more? Tell I mean, come on. Yeah, I wanted the cast for the Fantastic Four, which okay. is what they said was gonna happen. Okay, okay. <laughs> I take it back. Other than the cast, I agree. Good point. Is there anything else? Because I'll tell you what. As we see in D.C., that's not even a thing anymore. It's gone. It's erased. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Is there anything worse than a director fucking it up, right? So Absolutely. So uh, the, the director announcement, how excited are we? How excited, Zuplex? I, I mean, come on, bro. Honestly, I'm a little on the fence about it. Really? Yeah. Um, so first off, Feige came out, announced the director, and, and literally stopped and said, that's all the Fantastic Four news we have today, and just fucking yeah. moved on. <laughs> like, 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 just, I, I just told everybody. Give us the damn cast already. Um, Matt Shackman. I don't think he's a bad director. Um, but he. Uh, so Matt Shackman is the guy that directed the first season of WandaVision, right? Yep. WandaVision to me wasn't that great of a show it ended super strong but it 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 had a lot of problems in the beginning like up until you got to like the point of like um point of like uh where where they were going (laughs) with the agatha stuff and the and the kids and all the kids growing up and everything like that it was really really like slow it was really like i don't know if it was directed poorly but like it, it didn't really blow me away And now he's saddled with the Marvel first family of the Fantastic Four, you know? Big, big job, big job. Am I saying he can't do it? Absolutely not. I'm sure he's going to knock it out of the park, but I do have a little bit thing in the back of my head being like, he could fuck this up, you know? I mean, if there's one thing I think we all trust, um, we all know three things, right? We know we're going to die at some point. We, we know there's taxes to be paid, and we know Kevin Feige knows producers. Yeah. Um, so I think we can trust it, and I think all the points you landed on Zuplex, man, I, I, I agree. I, I didn't think about it that way, right? Yeah. I think I'm sort of skewed. Uh, and Scythe, I'm going to lead into you. Maybe you feel the same way. When Marvel announces something, I'm like, okay, cool, right? Yeah. Um, I don't really think about it, but how, how, how were you about the announcement of the director? Were you like Zuplex was, or were you like I was? Uh, I was more like Zuplex because the director was announced. It wasn't official, but it was announced um, maybe a week or two beforehand. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so I already knew who the director was going to be. Um, Okay. And I I was hoping D23 was actually going to give us, uh, at least Sue Storm and Reed Richards. Like, at least give us yeah. some sort of actor news of who's playing uh, the Fantastic Four. And we didn't get any of that. And for him to just be like, uh, here's our director and we're moving on. And it was kind of like lackluster and wasn't as exciting as um, I was hoping for it to be. Uh, I mean, do we... Um, isn't that sort of like the Feige way, right? When, whenever yeah, one yeah. of these actors or actresses like leaks something, he's the first to send some secret message to them, like shut the hell up. 
Yeah, no, he um, snipes him out for sure. Yeah, he's <laughs> the ultimate troll, bro. Yeah, yeah, he and and I and I think um, I think this is this screams Feige all over it. Like he wanted us to say what the hell, right? Yeah. Like he's there's something happening here that when he drops this shit on our plate, we're gonna fall backwards and we're just gonna have our feet straight up in the air. You know, like just dangling. Like, wow, this is gonna blow us away. I, I believe that. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe it. So I think it'll be good. I am. I'm also wondering, I, I I saw it and I was reading up about it and I'm also a little iffy on this. I know, uh, when it comes to the villains we're excited about, we talk about Hawkeye, we talked about certain people coming back and even daredevil. I wanted to know about your opinions on echo. Um, I am. Uh, once again, a character I'm not so familiar with, and even a, a storyline that, to me, reading up about it a little bit wasn't so appealing. Um, but listen, the thing about Echo is we get Matt Murdock. The thing about Echo is we get Kingpin, right? So you're 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 getting characters that we want, um, but to what degree do we go to get them? So Zoop, yeah. give us a little Echo. Uh, give us a little echo feedback here. <clears throat> yeah, um, I mean, we met Echo in the Hawkeye series, um, so we already know, you know, a little bit of her backstory in the MCU. Um, it's a little different from the comics. Um, you know, her relationship she, with Kingpin. Her relationship. I mean, th- that was a similar thing in the comics where, like, she worked for Kingpin. Matt kind of took her under under his wing, trained her. They wind up falling in love. It's a whole love story type of thing. Uh, this is when Electra, one of the many times that Electra was dead, because um, <laughs> she keeps coming back because it's comics. Um, but you know, do I think that they can build a whole show around her, maybe for one season as a way to bridge to Born Again? Okay, you know, because um, we we do know because at D twenty three, Vincent D'Onofrio. And Charlie Cox both came on stage. Well, Vincent D'Onofrio came on stage for for Echo. Um, and, you know, he was returning his kingpin. He's going to have the one eye. So I'm assuming that eventually they may go with the blind kingpin at some point. Okay. Um, you know, I, I just don't know if it's a strong enough character to to be able to hold a whole series. You know what I mean? Okay, Scythe, how, well, how do you feel about it, bro? Um, She wasn't the ex- the most exciting part of Hawkeye, but she did play a good role in it. So I'm curious to kind of see what they build off her. Um, I, I Like you guys have been saying, I'm more excited to see who comes on the show rather than her. Um, but I, I, Zuplex... You think we're gonna get um Kate Bishop in this? I feel like she would come back for this show. Um, maybe I I don't think so. I think I they're think so. they're holding off on that. I think she's training with Hawk, with Clint somewhere, and they're just gonna. I don't think she's coming back to New York anytime soon. I think this okay. is gonna be mostly like Echo trying to figure out the the underground and and trying to really finish kingpin off because kingpin's going to come back and she's, that's probably going to bring brings echo back out i mean she's obviously she's going to go from 
you know, an antagonist to uh, to Marvel, uh, Avenger, you know. So yeah. we know we know yeah. we're gonna get one. Um, you know, uh, other than that, that's. I mean, if for nothing else, it leads us into Daredevil: Born Again, um, yeah. which I know I, we're all thrilled about, right? Um, and I think that that's gonna be. I mean, dude, we've talked about this. I think we've talked about it extensively, and I'm gonna let you guys take over here. But is there any door that Daredevil: Born Again doesn't open up at this point? I mean, Scythe, it's yeah. Daredevil character itself works with everybody, right? right. So. Uh, I mean, we're going to see him in She-Hulk soon. Uh, he's he's all over. We saw him in Spider-Man. We see him everywhere. Um, yeah. It's just the fact that they're going to make this an 18-episode season it is just mind-blowing. Because, you know, like, like I said before, Marvel and uh, Star Wars don't really do that. So the fact that we're getting 24 episodes in Star Wars uh, property and then Daredevil's following up on an 18, it's just... I don't know. I, I hope this is more of the trend we get, like fully fleshed out stories where we're not rushing everything in six episodes, like in Moon Knight and stuff like that. But um, uh, the fact that I'm assuming we're going to get Kingpin, so Echo's probably going to play off of and lead right into Daredevil. Um, well, Kingpin's definitely going to be in Daredevil. They yeah, announced right. They, they announced it at D23. Um, there's no announcement if there's going to be a bullseye yet. We don't know if it's going to be the actual born again storyline. I think it would be a disservice to them to actually do that storyline at this point because they did it already. Yeah. Season Daredevil three, season right? three. And it was phenomenal. Like it was probably the most, the best interpretation of that storyline you could possibly have done. So why rehash the same thing over again? I think they're yeah. using the born again title as like a play on words of like, this is the reemergence of the new MCU daredevil that we're creating. Right. And I, I, I hope they bring yeah. in the other defenders uh, somehow uh, contracts work out, whatever. Um, yeah. I, I hope within these 18 episodes, we get a little, nah, they, could, they could recast, they could recast iron fist. I'd be all right with that. True. <laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah. Luke Cage, I yeah. thought, was good in his role. And Jessica Jones, yeah, I think. Uh, well, Jessica Ritter Jones, they said it. that she's, she's going to show back up eventually. Like, they, they yeah. Marvel's been in talks with her. They pretty much confirmed that. At the, we just um, don't know where. Yeah. It might be an her, echo. Her it, problem is it, she's it, she's signed on to another show right now. So her availability is very slim. So they have to find a way to plug her in there. And we'll, I, I figured, figure like... Out, like an episode or two of Daredevil would be like a nice segue of getting her back into the MCU. Um, so I, yeah, that's I, what I'm thinking though. Yeah, so I'm hoping like with Daredevil coming and you know, obviously we love. I hope they don't lose the Netflix touch of Daredevil with this one. Like yeah, the fact that we had so many uh, like one shot fights, uh, hallway scenes, like the brutality of the fights he's seeing the blood dripping from his mouth when he's on the ground. Like yeah. I don't lose that because if we start pulling that back, we start losing why we loved this show to begin with. And uh, it becomes yeah. less watchable in my opinion. I mean, I, you know, I've said it once I'll, I'll say it a million times. The daredevil Netflix show is one of the best things that Marvel has ever produced. Yeah. It is absolutely phenomenal from start to finish. And if you've if anybody out there in G Gen Nation hasn't watched it, 
go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> go watch it. It's it's worth the it's worth the time. I promise you. It's ne- Netflix fantastic. Netflix gave you the blueprint. Like, don't mess it up. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yep. no, I agree. I agree with that 100%. They got to keep that same feeling. Um, uh, Talking about, I, it's, it's interesting you say it, talking about keeping the same feeling. Um, Captain America, uh, you know, New World Order, the leader was announced. Um, but Captain America... New World Order in general, keeping the same feeling. Are we getting, uh, are we going to get our Captain America back? Or are we now in the new Captain America, um, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Sam Mackey's now the new Captain America. We're getting a new Falcon. And also, is there anyone more, are, are, is there anyone better cast as Tim Blake Nelson as the leader? Bro, that guy no. is. That guy's a genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're finally paying off something from the Incredible Hulk from years and years and years, years ago. Yeah. Years. You know what I'm saying? They're paying off something from like the third MCU movie, finally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which I think is is really good to bring him back as the leader. Um I, you know, they haven't really announced much about what this movie's gonna be about, yeah. but the fact that we're getting Anthony Mackie back as Cap, I think, is awesome. Great. Joaquin, uh, the they're gonna have Joaquin Torres fill in the Falcon role. We don't know if Bucky's gonna be in it. I'm assuming he's going to be because it would make zero sense for him not to be in it. Got to be. Yep. I'm sure we're gonna get U.S. Agent at some point. Also, I'm sure we're gonna get John Walker also at some point. Yeah. But I mean, you know, who knows. I, I think we're gonna we're gonna see Val. Um, Val will return. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys, you guys are you you guys you guys are you guys are too good to me. You guys are too good. You're you're you're, you're both. How's that set up, huh? Yeah. Both of you, both of you are really too good to me. Uh, I'm not gonna segue yet because Scythe is not done. But you guys are too good to me. Thank you. Go ahead, Scythe. Finish um, up. You can segue after this. Uh, I want to see <laughs> in this movie. Who um, Sharon Carter was uh, communicating with and seeing what uh, kind of from CIA, the show, yeah, from the show. Like you see her walk out of her, you know, out of her. Um, what was it? A pardon? She got her pardon finally. She could come back home, uh, but now she's like Agent Carter again. She has all the secrets, and now she's gonna be doing her. I think we're gonna see her dark much web shit. Than that. You think so? I, I, I don't think know. Here in She-Hulk. She-Hulk, really? I think she's the one behind trying to steal her blood, and she's I, trying to get she's trying to get a super soldier serum back because that's what she lost in Captain America: Winter Soldier. You know, that's a but, that's a good point, but I I, I just can't see her. The secret invasions tie into this at all? Yeah. Well, I think I think we saw from D twenty three a complete and utter like. Um, flow through of a single storyline so i think secret invasion ties into armor wars armor wars is going to tie into captain america and then captain america will tie into our next segue go ahead where where u.s agent uh and val (laughs) and agent carter are all going to be uh you know showing up at some point in time in thunderbolts Yeah. yeah uh thunderbolts dude thunderbolts can be hit or miss 
I'm very interested. Um, uh, Zuplex, you and I actually were able to dive into this a little bit off segment. We talked about how many characters they could have tapped into. Um, and I was, I was actually okay with the characters, but Suplex, you had a different take on this, bro. Take us down that road. Yeah, this is the worst Thunderbolts lineup I've ever seen. I it's didn't terrible. think it like, that fast. Wow. Like, like honestly, like <laughs> there's no buildup. We just went right to it. No, no, Marvel, you fucked it up. Like you had one <laughs> job. Don't fuck up the Thunderbolts. Just don't fuck up the Thunderbolts. Like honestly, like there's so many different routes they could have gone with the storylines that they've set up already. And they're, this isn't a Thunderbolts team. It's not, it's like a dark Avengers team. It's like, it's, it's like a black ops, like team that some government put together. Like this isn't the Thunderbolts. Like every Thunderbolts team has been bombastic (laughs) with the characters that they threw into it. Like every iteration of that team has just been like wild. Even from the first one, it was a bunch of characters you never fucking heard of mixed with Baron Zemo. Right. And then you went out to the Norman Osborn Thunderbolts where it was Norman Osborn and Venom and uh, Penance and Swordmaster. Right. And then you went from that and you went to Red Hulk, Electra, the Punisher, the leader and um, and uh, Agent Venom. You know what I'm saying? Now I understand you can't use Venom, right? I mean, you could have left in you could have left in Ghost. Okay, I'm okay with you leaving in Ghost because she's a character you got to bring back at some point. You could have left in even though like it's the bastardized version of Taskmaster. And before you jump all over me, it's not because she's a woman. I don't care about that. It's because they fucked up her backstory. That's why she's a bastardized version of Taskmaster. You can make her a woman. Doesn't bother me at all. Honestly, I think it fits better for the storyline that she was in. So you can bring back those two. Yelena makes absolutely no sense that she's there. Not after the ending of Hawkeye. Makes no sense why she would be there. Bucky makes absolutely no goddamn sense why he's there whatsoever. Right? Considering he's the right hand to the fucking new Captain America. Well, now. well, Val Val went up to Yelena at the end of Hawkeye. When Yelena was at... Um, absolutely. Scarlet Witch. Uh, not Scarlet Witch. No, that's at, that's at the end of Black and- Widow. And that's what leads into Hawkeye. But at the end of Hawkeye, Yelena talks to Clint, realizes she, that she shouldn't kill him, and that they're on the same page. So she's going against uh, Val at that point. True. You're right. She knows I, that I Val's that full of shit, so why is she in the Thunderbolts? I had it makes no fucking right. sense. You're right on that. You know what I mean? Uh, wow, wow, Where's wow. the abomination? Why is, yeah, why is the so, leader that you announced mm-hmm. for New World Order not in the Thunderbolts? Yep. This could have been Zemo, the leader, Abomination, Ghost, and Taskmaster, and that would be a badass Thunderbolts team, yet you gave us this shit. No yeah. one gives a fuck about Red Guardian. You fucked it up, Marvel. I hate you. Yeah, I, <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't know really, why Red Guardian's I'm, there. I'm really I'm excited about this Thunderbolts lineup. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm okay with U.S. Agent being there. Um, I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with most of the team, to be honest. But the fact that they didn't have Abomination makes zero sense. Like, why not just announce that? Clearly, he's a part of the MCU again because he's in She-Hulk. But um, as a team, it makes no sense. It's three super soldiers and three assassins. Yeah. I, I, That's dude, what it I, is. I don't know, man. Um, no, um, why? Like, Baron Zemo should be there. Uh, it's just Zemo 100% should be there. There's no reason and, to not have Zemo there. 
And, and the fact that they left the little, the little smidge uh, of symbiote in fucking Spider-Man. Yeah, but we know because of contract stuff that's not going to happen. So like, let's let's just a little bit. They left it. They left it there. Yeah, that's okay. for that's for phase nine yeah. in 2020, 2035. The spider you know? saga. Wow. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, Zoop, there's there's been there's been many of meltdowns on your end. <laughs> and I bought into that meltdown wholesale, bro. You convinced yeah. me that they fucked up, dude. And, I was and, I was really upset about this, trust me. No, you were bro, you 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 brought it. You brought I mean, like listen. I want to see the uh, Punisher. It'd be a great way to have the Punisher back. Yeah, you could have brought the Punisher back into it. So now that we now that we we, we wrap this up, I want one from each of you. One from each of you. The one thing you are the most excited about from D23, Scythe. Go ahead. The Mandalorian one. Season 3. Okay. I love it. Zuplex, give me the one. I, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with Mandalorian Season 3. Only because we got a trailer, and the trailer really did. That and, that and Secret Invasion. Secret okay. Invasion, I'm very excited about also, because that trailer really well, delivered. La- ladies and gentlemen, um, first and foremost, uh, if that wasn't a fucking power hour, then you, don't, then you don't know what a fucking power hour is. Okay, Done. Real quick. Yep. After hearing us talk about everything, what are you excited for? Well, if asshole, anything. invasion, what I'm going to watch right now. <laughs> there, you <go. laughs> there you go. No, because I, because you like, it, honestly, the way you, how passionate you're both talking about Mandalorian, definitely. No doubt about it because you, you get as clear as day. Both of you are all in super invested. Yeah. Um, The trailer blew you away. The, the storyline, the possibilities of it. Um, I gotta say, uh, in general, I, 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 I'm a big Star Wars guy, but I was a little out on Star Wars because I, I don't, I don't like too much of something. I like to leave it as, okay, great, right? Like we got it. We love it. Let's end it done. But you guys really sold me on the, on the, our Star Wars segment, man. You did a great job. Um, so I'm going to be tuning in with you guys weekly and, and, and really enjoying every minute of it, hopefully. But what I'm going to do right now, um, for 90 seconds, I'm going to play this Secret Invasion uh, trailer behind me. I'm going to put the sound on. Uh, and if at any moment in time I feel as though my mind is blown, I'm driving to Zuplex's house and I'm fighting him. <laughs> so let's see. See, I'm fucked up already. Is this a real person? Who is this? Raiders? <laughs> you've been avoiding Earth? I have called for your help plenty of other times, and you've been pretty content to let those calls go straight to voicemail. Yeah, well. He's got his eye back. He's fake. <laughs> I'm fucked up. It's all fucked up. How much do you know about your security detail? What do you mean, how much do I know about him? Don Cheadle. Is it the real Cheadle? They got everybody in this, dude. We gotta be very careful now. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. This fight that lies before us. What we're saying, everyone. Standing between them and what they really want. Between them. Come on, bro. Who's that? Now he's got the patch on his eye. <laughs> Come on, dog. Is it the right one, though? Don is the president. I'm out. I'm out on this. I can't do this, dude. I can't do I can't do a whole show of this, bro. It's not fair. It's not fair to me. Bro, I'm 36. I have two kids, dude. I like I'm on I'm on medication, bro. Like I can't go to bed every week wondering like what's what. That's not fair. Yeah. That's not but fair. How good is the scene where he's talking to the guy and then everybody in the room changes? Everyone stands up. Yeah. No, no. You, you didn't notice what happened? No. Like, everybody in the room looked different and then they all changed to the same person. Wait a second. Yeah. I did not. Missed it? That's I mean, like the I mean, most I mean, baller I'm part of the yeah. trailer. Oh, they're all, they're all the guy. There's your thumbnail. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with you guys, too. This yeah. is some shit. No, that's yeah. fucking... That's wild, dude. I listen. There's a lot on the docket, um, guys. As always, uh, first of all, this was one polished ass show. Uh, did pretty well. Thank you guys for for bringing the heat again. Um, yes, we had a lot to run through. It looked like an impossible task, uh, but we are solution oriented motherfuckers, and that's what we do. We get it done. So, ladies and gents, thanks for tuning in. Whoever's rocking out with us. Uh, hit the subscribe button on really every fucking social media platform you can. Show us the support. Send it to friends. Send it to family. Um, hit that button. Hit the like button. Hit the love button. Hit the heart button. I, whatever button you want to hit that's positive. You hit the negative one. Kick rocks. All right? That's <laughs> how we do it. You're here with your boys, Scythe X, Zuplex, and the captain that led... The ship two weeks in a row, straight to hell. The captain himself, John and Tell, guys and girls. We are out of here. G Gen Nation. Love you. We'll catch you later. Peace. Killed that, bro. Shit.